as of late, I've been asked a lot to restart my podcast, right? And I felt like what better way to restart the podcast than going live, doing a random podcast post today to start the new year, right? Um, So for those of you guys who have been interested in this podcast, I currently have recorded podcasts on Apple Music. Um, It's under Kicking It With Chris. I think I'm going to change my podcast name to That's Crazy Chris because it's just a thing, you know, that just honestly, if you're saying Christina or Chris, you just know crazy comes along with it. <laughs> Whether you bargain for it or not, it's just is what it is. Okay. So, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to do a little intro for it. I appreciate everybody who is online watching, tuning in, having fun. We only got two people on Instagram and like a few on my Facebook. So <clears throat> to get started, thank you everybody for tuning in today. This is Christina with Kicking It With Chris, aka That's Crazy Chris. Um, this new year, I wanted to continue on with, I guess, the theme of most of my rants on Instagram, which is my dating life. And I wanted to talk about... I even wrote it down. That's how, you know, I came to this prepared because I was like, listen, if I'm going to sit and do a podcast by myself, I need to have some structure because I will go on a tangent and then we will end up talking about something I did not plan to talk about. First and foremost, what prompted this podcast? Um, I really wanted to name it things that niggas do that are weird. Um, but I decided not to because I wanted to go further into some other things. Now, first and foremost, yesterday I had a male client, right? I've done this guy's hair about like three or four times so far. Um, so he's relatively new. He's not somebody that I know personally and just kind of found me online. Anyway, so I'm sitting there and I'm doing his hair and he ends up showing me his phone. And it was like my contact number and a picture, right? So one, it's not a problem that you have the picture saved for your hairstylist because obviously maybe you got multiple Christina's in your phone. What was a problem was the picture he had saved. And then he like kind of chuckled about it. So this is what happened. Brayden, you checked out my contact for you. And I was like, what? So he looked and it's literally a photo of me like not even facing forward. It's it's a it's a donk, the donkey donk photo. You know what I'm saying? Like the stallion photo where you literally like are turned backwards and looking over your shoulder, like look at that ass. You know what I'm saying? Like you had my look at that ass photo as a contact for me as your hairstylist. And it's all right, cool. What you do with your phone is perfectly your business. Who am I to tell you what to do, right? But what made it weird is that you brought it to my attention. <laughs> That's what made it weird. It was like, oh, okay. And then I didn't really understand what you wanted me to say in response. Like, oh, that's a great picture. Oh, you love it, don't you? Like, it's just giving inappropriate. Like, you're kind of crossing boundaries there. And so I didn't really say anything. I just kind of was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then kept it moving. So my question is, what makes men do the weird shit that they do? Okay, because granted, let's talk about science, right? If you do as you've always done, you'll get as you've always gotten. And if I do weird shit and bitches don't like that shit, why do I keep on doing it? 
Like, you're not getting the results that you want, which is bagging bitches, right? Getting a wife, a girlfriend. Like, girls don't like weirdo shit. And I don't know why guys insistently try to do, like, weird stuff. Before we get into the list, I had to backtrack. For those of you who don't know, I just moved to Dallas this summer. Um, this is the first year in my life. I just turned 30 this August. I moved to Dallas, then turned 30. This is the first year of my life that I'm actually actively dating and like pursuing people that are of interest to me. Um, most times I have either messed with someone or talked to someone. They were a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, or I met them through somebody I knew currently, right? So moving to Dallas, starting fresh, don't really know anybody out here besides some family members. I was just like, this is the perfect time. Like, let's hop about the box okay so fucked up that's where i fucked up i was too excited i was way too excited about dating i was like oh this is a new world i'm about to have a date for breakfast lunch and dinner call it a day right and i know guys hate when girls say stuff like that but why not if i'm out here dating why not um but no on a more serious note i was like yes i am interested in actively pursuing what it is that i'm want and i'm excited about this so i want to say between June and August, I went on like 11 dates. One, Dallas is heavily saturated with Nigerian men. So literally like every man that I came across on Hinge was like Nigerian. <laughs> like every other one was Nigerian. So I had a, a plethora of Nigerians to pick from. And I went on several first one and done dates with these Nigerian men. Um, one, the issue that I found most surprising was the cultural difference, okay? So, like, as a Black American woman, um, I live a Black American experience, um, I don't like to get into detail too much about like the terminology of being an African-American or what it is to be a black American or African, but I do know that there is a huge cultural difference between African people in general and black American people. Just the way that we were um, raised, our upbringing, our music, everything's a little bit different. There's just, there's just differences, okay? Not to say you ain't my brother, but there's differences. So I realized through dating these men that it was too much of a difference, okay? So one, I don't want to have to explain my jokes, okay? Black Americans, we are sarcastic, right? We are sarcastic. We're going to make a joke about everything and anything, even if it ain't funny or not supposed to be funny or if it's slightly offensive and mildly inappropriate, I'm going to make a joke about it and it's going to be funny as fuck to me. And I want the person that I'm with to laugh at me. So for example, I went on a date with this guy. We were sitting there talking about the apocalypse and I was like, yeah, you know, like, I always love having this conversation with people because I just want to know like where your mindset is when it comes to like the end of the world and what's going to happen and blah, 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 blah. So we're talking and da, da, da. he's like, you know, honestly, I think I will be all right. And I said, oh, okay. Like, you know what? And in my head, I said, duh, he would be all right. <laughs> I said, duh, he would be all right. You know, and I, I kind of chuckled to myself. He was like, what's funny? I said, mm. 
I don't want to be an ignorant nigga today, so I'm not going to say what I think is funny. He's like, no, 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 no. What is funny? I said, no, like I'm being really serious. I don't want to be come off ignorant, so I'm not going to say what I think is funny. So he presses me like literally three times and I was like, bro, okay, fuck it. Well, I was going to say, of course you're going to be okay in the apocalypse because you was in Africa chasing lion tigers and bears. <laughs> And he got so offended. Granted, as he should, he should. But my nigga American self thought that shit was fucking hilarious. Which is why I laughed at it to myself and did not want to divulge this to this person. Because I knew he was going to take it offensively. So then he goes in this tangent and was like, oh, I hate when you guys say that. Ever since I moved to America when I was younger, the kids in school used to taunt us about owning lions and tigers and bears. He's like, do you know how much it is to own a tiger? Do you know how much it is to own a lion? Do you know how much meat you have to feed them a week? So I just was kind of laughing to myself because I was like, damn, he took this really literally. And now we're talking about the finances of financing a lion instead of just laughing at the joke that I made. So through that dating experience, I learned I want to be married to in a relationship with date black men, black American men, niggas who are niggas like me. For the sake of camaraderie, for the sake of core understanding, for the sake of um, having a relatability of upbringing, you know, like I really want to be like locked in with my man. So like, I feel like sometimes the cultural barriers then, not to say you can't do it because I feel like you step into some puddles and quicksand when you start talking about interracial or... Um, relationships that deal with two different cultures because obviously there's people who do date outside of their culture and it works for them it's just not working for me so that's what i realize um number two i am out of the phase of building with a man and not to say i got all my shit together i'm not saying that i'm just not about to build with you okay come here established Okay, I want to be the problem this time. I want somebody leaning backwards to be like, hey, I could assist you with that. I could teach you some things about that. Like I'm wanting to be in a learning space. I think I've experienced way too many relationships where I felt like I was either the leader in the relationship or I had to do cleanup duty for the relationship because it was just like, bro, where are you leading us to? What What is it? What is really your plan? Because I feel like you're just winging it. And then you want me to be submissive to a winged plan. That's wild. Um, so those are two things I figured out during my dating experience so far in Dallas. Um, and then also with being intentional with my dating experience, because obviously I'm not outside just fucking around, right? I'm being intentional about the people I met. So as soon as something was not working or I realized, hmm, this isn't something of my interest level, um, I went on a date with a guy who later divulged to me, you know, he's like in his 40s. He's like, look, I got my two kids. I'm tied up, fried, and I ain't changing my mind about it. It is what it is. So he just had very... Um, what's the word for that? Like restrictive expectations in a sense of like you're not really trying to budge with someone that you meet like this is what you want and you either have to find somebody who wants that and that's that's another key thing with relationships you need to find somebody who wants what you want 
instead of trying to find someone you like and then forcing them to want what you want there's just so much like confusion with that so i immediately just kind of washed my hands of him because i was like mm, you're awesome you're nice i like your vibe but essentially like why would i be hanging out with you if i know like down the line this isn't what i want so moving forward i said put the energy out there say what it is that you want okay don't go into the new year saying some things that you don't want or doing things that you don't want to do or feeding into relationships that you don't see you know having longevity into say speak it speak it into existence so that's why we're here with my 10 things men should stop doing in 2024 while dating i got some comments here Maybe you've been around too many different energies where it causes confusion on what you really want in your life. Find your type and focus on yourself until you continuously draw those type of men. Don't look for anything. Let it find you. I love you. Your energy is contagious. Oh, Stacy, I love you too. Now that is a good point. I had a friend that pointed out to me like a year ago when I started to make some changes in my life. Um that the reason I was the way I was with men, because a lot of my men friends will say that I slut men out, right? The way that I... <laughs> the way that I objectify men was a problem, okay? In their opinion, okay? Christina, why do you act like this with men, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yo, this is how niggas act with me, right? They they approach me on this type of da-da-da-da. So I am no longer interested in giving X, Y, and Z type of energy to niggas who approach me this way. Instead, I match that energy, and if anything, I excel it. And that's why they be looking like, oh my God, I was not prepared for this. Um, but he basically was like, maybe if you stop fucking with those types of niggas, you ain't gotta be that type of female no more and you can act on your true self. And I said, wow, you're so right, but I'm not gonna tell you that because I feel like it would go to your head. So Stacey, you definitely do have some point there um, in regards to being around too many different types of energies, which cause confusion and stuff like that. Um, it can happen. Me personally, I feel like I have a type per se. So like, my experience dating in Dallas was like, hey, let's let's go outside of this type and look for something a little bit different because obviously what I was interested in is not what's working for me now. Okay, now back to my 10 things men should stop doing in 2024 when dating. Number one, which is my biggest pet peeve so far. Coming unprepared to date mentally, financially, emotionally. Um, I've interacted with someone and I, I i feel like we got to stop and segue real quick and explain the difference between talking to someone and dating someone okay you could hit my phone every morning saying good morning and every night saying good night does not mean we are dating you talk if anything you talk to my my phone you don't really talk to me okay um talking is like hey we just met let's see what you're interested in and talk a little bit obviously the interest of like oh i like you you know what i'm saying you you little little scrum diddly umptious is there but there's no intent to actually date or pursue anything right so dating is when you've decided hey there's some things about you that i kind of want to explore a little bit more there's some things about you that kind of fit what it is that I'm looking for. Let's talk. And then that's when you get into, are we dating exclusively? Are you dating other people, etc. So 
I am talking about men who are actively in the market to date and find their person, okay? So one, coming to the dating world, unprepared to date, mentally, financially, and emotionally. What do I mean by that? Um, I've had a scenario where a guy contacted me and he was basically like, hey, I just wanted to apologize that I haven't been really intentional with you. Um, I just have a lot going on and I'm just not financially where I want to be. And then mentally this is going on and I just really don't want to drag you into my stuff and I can't really give you the attention like I want to, but I really want you to, you know, da, 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 da. And hopefully we can get together and da, da. no, 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 no. Okay. One mentally, emotionally, if you are still fucked up over the girl who broke your heart in fucking middle school or last year, you shouldn't be dating. Okay. Financially. If you ain't got your finances in a situation in which you could spend a little extra change or coin on taking someone out for an experience, you should not be dating. Okay? If you are mentally or emotionally in a state where you feel like you're using other people's energy to lift you up, you should not be dating. And I only say this as someone who comes into situations like a bright bubbly ball of fire. Like I am so energetic. I'm so like outgoing and like fiery and let's have a good time that being around someone who is not of the same space of mind or in that same energy field, it sucks the energy from me because I'm not receiving that from you. Like you come around me because obviously I have great energy. I make you feel good about yourself. I laugh a lot. I want to enjoy a good time. But what am I getting when I come into your space? You're depressed, bro. <laughs> like, you're mad, bro. You're still thinking about the chick who broke your heart in middle school, bro. I don't want to be around that. There's no transference of energy. And if we get to the stage of fucking, there's a transference of energy 100% when it comes to having sex with someone. So you think I'm about to release all this positive and progressive and sunshiny energy into you while accepting this dark and negative energy that you're expelling from your pores? Hell no. Get your shit together and then come to me and have a conversation about wanting to date. And that's not to say that we aren't all or have not been going through something. I think people just need to understand that some shit you just do by yourself. And I had to learn that in a relationship. No, I'm not trying to raise no man and figure some shit out with him. No, bro, you need to do that shit by yourself. Because there's highs and lows that come with personal growth. And I don't think you should drag somebody that you like or want to be in a relationship along with your highs and lows, especially during the dating period, right? It's just unnecessary. So get your shit together before you come this way. Number two, cheap dates or the avoidance of going on dates. Now, we are currently in a society of this city girl, city boy, hot girl, hot boy, um rivalry of sorts but i also feel like the city girl city boy thing does not apply to everyone or every um age group i feel like that's really something that like 25 and under is is feeding into okay i'm 30 i am a grown ass woman okay i personally and i and i and i give credit to this that it does exist there are women who are gold diggers and are specifically dating men to see what they can get from them 
I am not doing that. I don't care about what kind of car you drive. I don't care about the fact that you own your house or might have bought it all cash. I don't care about the fact that you wear a Louis or Gucci belt or got Louis Gucci shoes or Balmain this or da 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 da. Like none of that really matters if I don't really fuck with you. Cause you could be a whole cornball in a $20,000 outfit and what am I going to do with that? You're corny as fuck. You're an expensive cornball. Don't nobody buy expensive corny niggas. Like, come on. We're not buying into that. Now, what I mean by cheap dates are the avoidance of dates. There's like men who would like, oh, let's go for a smoothie so I can get to know you. Or let's meet for a coffee. Or First of all, these are like 30 minute things. Okay. Like 20 minute things. Do you really think I'm going to like segue or like cut time into my day to go run wherever we're about supposed to meet which is probably 15 to 20 minutes away for a 30 minute smoothie with you to find out that I don't like it just doesn't make sense it's like come full effort and then we'll see what we're doing there and it doesn't even have to be anything expensive because I get a lot of men who'll be like Oh, bitches think that you're supposed to take them to Ruth Chris on the first date. No, you think you're supposed to take bitches to Ruth Chris on first date because the kind of bitches you like on Instagram are women that are out of your league and date men who can do that for them on the regularly. So when they ask a man that can't do it on the regularly to do what they already get regularly, you think that she coming for your pockets. No, some of us just have a bar for dating. We're not taking smoothies from every Tom, Dick, Harry and Joe. Okay, we're not, we're just not. I just want, I personally can take myself out to have a great experience. I'm new to Dallas, right? So I go on my own self dates where I'll go pick a place to eat, an activity to do, go explore the world, blah, blah, blah. Two, I never accept dates or offer to go to a place that I wouldn't be able to afford to pay for myself. Not all women do that. I understand that. But that's where I'm coming from. I just feel uncomfortable with it in general. And my biggest fear is that a man takes me out somewhere and he decides he don't like how I'm acting. So he gets up and leaves. <laughs> and then I got to stick with the bill or whatever. So I was like, it would be stupid for me to pay for or ask for something I can't afford. So understand that the treatment that I'm asking for is something that I have already had an allowance for. Meaning I can afford this. I can maintain this. This is what the bar is at. We're not going. I'm not asking you to take me on a helicopter ride or to Ruth Chris or to fucking the moon or to marry me on date two. It's just take some consideration into it. Okay. We're not, we're not, I'm not even going against the Applebee's and Chili's and the, uh, and the cheesecake factories. Like those are vibes. I know that women are online talking about how those are horrible places or chain restaurants. Ain't it. Have you ever had a drink from Applebee's bro? Okay. Um, segue into, uh, we'll get into that later. Now, number three, this goes along with cheap dates. I don't want to go to your house. I don't know you. I don't feel comfortable with that. I'm not even going to invite you to my house. You probably won't know where I live until we actually get into the point of actually dating or talking consistently. Because why? We are not 15, 16. I don't want to Netflix and chill. I don't want to be up in a nigga house who I don't know who else knows you live here. Like It's just an uncomfortable thing. And then the last thing is... There is no reason for two grown adult peoples to be in an enclosed space behind closed doors unless they fucking or sucking. 
And if I don't plan on fucking or sucking, I'm just not going to put myself in a situation in which you may feel like you're entitled to it. You may feel like I'm inviting you to it. Or you may feel like, well, this is what I want to do, so she should do it too. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm going to make sure, obviously, like, safety is a thing. I don't think a lot of men understand that. And we get it, balling on a budget. Sometimes you broke this week and you just want to chill. Cool, chill with your homies, not me, okay? Not until I get to know you better. Um, not being intentional. I think a lot of men just, like, date to date or be outside just to be outside, and that's just weird. I feel like you need to be intentional about what it is that you want, whether it is a relationship or just fucking. Um, I think y'all be trying to fill it out instead of just saying it. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, no, explicitly that is not what I want, okay? Um, number five, this is my biggest, biggest pet peeve. And after thinking about this, I should have moved it to the top of the list. The babies, the babes, the my love, too early. I don't know you. I really don't know you. And I don't know if men think that this is just like a way to prove that you're interested in somebody or like, oh, you know, I think she looks good. She she makes me feel good. Whatever, whatever it is that you're trying to display with these words very early on. Like, I promise you, I met somebody at a, a bar I went to, gave him my number. We talked a couple times throughout the days following. And then like literally maybe by conversation number two or three, he was calling me baby and babe, what you doing over there, babe? Oh, okay, baby. All right, call me later, baby. First of all, I don't know you. And then two, I don't know if that's like I was saying, you're doing it to make me feel comfortable. Are you? But instead, I'm really looking at it as like, how women, I mean, instead I'm looking at it like this. How many women do you get like this so early on in a situationship, relationship? Um, it It just makes me wonder, like, What's going on with you? Are you okay? Is everything good? You know, why are you so? So keen to freaking be in a relationship or create these nicknames for somebody. Do you do this with all the girls that you talk to? Because there ain't no way that you met me three days ago and feel so in love with me that we got, we got pet names already. It just sounds like you do too much. It just sounds like it. Like, how not? Number six. Um, I do believe that men's relationships are important, hands down, definitely do. Um, what I don't like is, and also, like I said, this probably has something to do with the fact of like, like I said, men being intentional and honest about what it is that they're expecting or looking for in a relationship. Um, but there will be men that will tell you like, oh, I was super busy this week and I didn't have time to do this and blah, blah, blah. But then they literally played basketball with their friends every day at LA Fitness <laughs> and went to a parade march with their friends, saw a football game with their friends, blah, blah, blah. Now that's cool. You get to hang out with your friends. Obviously that's important to you. But what that gives me is that you're not willing to cut out some time from hanging with your bros to actually establish a relationship with the female that you might be interested in. 
make it make sense, right? Number seven, which would be like my second biggest pet peeve on this list, uh, niggas with female qualities. I don't know when men got so feminine or like there was an interchanging of qualities, but I wish that it could just convert back to how it used to be. Because currently, one of the things that I've been hearing a lot is like, oh, you're so aggressive. You're so masculine. You're so aggressive and masculine. You don't listen. You don't da 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 da. First of all, a lot of men fuck with silly putty women. Silly putty moldable women. Okay? Women that you could literally tell, shut up, sit down, do this, do that, don't do this, do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that, do it like this instead of like that. And they will literally listen and just regurgitate whatever it is that you're telling them to do. Now, if that's what you're looking for, by all means, that is not ever going to be me. I'm just not. I want to know why. I want you to explain it to me. I want you to understand that I don't have to do what the fuck it is you're asking me to do. And I'm only going to do it if it fucking makes sense. I feel like that's respectable, right? But men somehow have put women who have like their own thought processes into a box of being like aggressive and masculine and unwanted energies and stuff like that. When it's like, no, just take accountability for your female qualities. Take accountability that you're giving more bitch energy than I am. So somebody has to pick up the masculine pin around here. Okay, let's let's take some of that. Being overly emotional. Why are we talking about your feelings more than we talk about mine? Not to say that men can't have feelings and you can't cry. I just don't want to talk about them motherfuckers every single day. I don't want to talk about it every time we talk. I don't want to care more about your feelings than I care about mine because you're so sensitive about everything around you. It just does not make sense. And then it's like, I, of course you would deem me to be aggressive because I have <laughs> control over my emotions and I'm not out here acting irrational because someone's not responding to something the way that I think that they should, right? Um, now, this is my third one. Number eight, women bashing and specifically black women in particular. Um, I'll tell y'all a story. Currently, I blow dry at a blow dry bar called the Dry Bar in Dallas. A couple different locations. If you're trying to get your hair blown out, hit me up. Um, and this particular time, I had just finished a client and I stepped outside and I was on FaceTime with my nephew. And there was this guy like that was either just stopped on the street in traffic or was like coming around the corner and he was like in a moving truck. So he kind of peeked me and I was like, hey, you know, I waved, just being polite. Hey, how you doing? The homeboy hops out of the truck, tells the guy who's driving, keep going around the block because I guess they had to make a U-turn at the next light. I'm going to catch you on the corner. Cool. Guy pulls off. He's like, hey, how you doing? Da da da. Like, you know, I'm, I just moved here from so-and-so. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then so he was like trying, basically he was getting trying to get my number. So we, we're talking or whatever. So... He's like, oh, who do you live out here with? I'm like, oh, I got a roommate, blah, blah, So this is what starts the end of this conversation. I say something about having a roommate. So he said, oh, that's easy because if everything works out with you, you could just move in with me. I said, yeah, if you owned a house. He was like, the fuck? 
I was like, well, I'm a realtor, and then I don't really see the point of moving in with a man who doesn't own his own house. Like, I'm 30. Like, you know, at that point, I would either be getting my own house or moving in with a man with a house. And he took that offensively for some reason. So he was like, well, what do you bring to the table? First of all, why the fuck are we sitting here talking about the table when all I said was to get me to move out of my house, you would just need to own a house. Like, that. I don't understand. Why, why would that be offensive if I'm telling you what my expectations are, right? You're interested in, and I'm telling you this is what my expectation would be, and then now you're offended. So he was like, well, what you bring to the table? Nigga, the table, my own table. The fuck did you think I was doing before you came with your table? I had my own table of shit. <laughs> So then he goes on a tangent and he goes, I don't even really date women for real because bitches are always not. I'm sorry. He probably didn't even say bitches. He was like, women are always this and women this and women are that. So it starts bashing them. And I'm thinking like, what about the conversation you're having with me right now? Specifically, the fact that you're sitting here openly bashing women or that your dating experience with women is going to attract me to want to entertain this conversation more. It's giving your bitter. It's giving life hasn't been going your way, so you're mad at the world. It's giving maybe you talk to women out of your league and just don't know the difference. It's giving someone's out there for you. It's just not me. (laughs) So I don't like that. You cannot be in the dating world still worried, like I said, about that middle school relationship that did you wrong or your ex-girlfriend from two years that did you wrong. My favorite freaking quote. And I say this all the time. It's from Cat Williams. Pimp Chronicles. Okay? Classic. What about your pussy is attracting eight shit niggas? And it's the same thing for men. What about your cock is attracting eight shit bitches? At some point, we have to create a level of responsibility or accept a level of responsibility in the relationships that we have and how they play out with people. Okay? There is no way... That you fuck with ain't shit bitches, but you the prize. Why don't you attract better? And until you have that conversation with yourself, you're not going to be able to make those internal changes that are going to attract what it is that you really want. So have those conversations. Number nine misunderstanding submission and how it is earned. Men think that because. In my personal experience, I'm very loud, boisterous. I, I I don't, I hate using the word aggressive, but people put it as aggressive. I'm assertive. I say what I mean and I mean what I say. In order for me to feel a different way, you got to make that shit make sense. It has to make sense. Okay, I'm not going to just change my mind because you told me so. It's just not how that works. I don't do what everybody else tells me to do. I'm not going with the flow of things because everybody else is. It has to make sense. I am somebody who makes my own decisions. I've been doing this for literally my entire life, okay? I've learned that I feel better making my own decisions because it's easier for me to take responsibility for the consequences that arise from whatever decisions I make. I have been so frustrated in spaces where I was like, okay, let's just go with the plan. (laughs) And the plan don't work out. And now I can't be mad at so-and-so because they're like, Rich, you a grown woman. You decided to do it too. So... I decided, no, I'm just going to make my own decisions. So when it comes to a relationship, and I saw something earlier today on Instagram where the lady was saying like, you know, men keep talking about women aren't this, women aren't submissive, women aren't soft, women aren't this. It's no, honestly, naturally and innately, we are all submissive, soft, and nurturing people. 
when you put yourself in certain environments, whether it's you technically putting yourself there or you were raised in certain environments or whatever it is, your environment can encourage or influence you to obtain traits that are necessary for survival, okay? So as a black American primarily on her own from 16 and up, I'm used to running shit. That's just the truth of the matter. I'm used to running shit. And I do like when things go my way. I do like making my own choices. I do like, you know, making sure things are going the way that I plan them to and having a certain sense of control. So in order to come and take that control from me, which has been working for me and in my favor so far, I need to see a great display of leadership. I need to see someone who is of sound mind and emotion. I need to feel like I'm in a safe space. I need my spouse to be honest and open with me. I need there to be a plan, okay? A lot of y'all motherfuckers don't come with any of those attributes, but you're steady talking about how women need to be more submissive. Or you assume that through the gate, from the door, that I should automatically submit to you because you're a man. And you're interested in me. And that's the way relationships work when that's not how it is. And then I flip that perspective wise. And I think about it this way. If I walked in and was just openly ready and willing to submit to you, not even knowing you, wouldn't you think I did that with everybody? Wouldn't you think I did that with everybody, right? Oh, damn. She she just submits to everybody. She She's for the streets. That's literally what you guys would say. <laughs> That I was running streets because I submitted to everybody. Submission is earned. It is not something that is given. Okay? Submission can only be experienced in safe spaces with a man who has acquired the skills to be a great leader. An open and honest communicator. Someone with a plan. Uh, and an um, uh, intelligent plan. A legible plan. Make it make sense. Now, the last one is number 10, lying and showboating, okay? Recently, I had a man approach me at a bar I went to, right, with my friends. We was all at me chilling or whatever, and he came up, decided to spit his little game or whatever it was, and... Throughout the night, he just kept saying like, oh, you don't know who you fucking with. You don't know who I am. You don't know this. And you don't know, oh, you ain't prepared. You ain't ready for this. You ain't, you ain't got it. Da, 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 da. Yeah, okay, cool. Oh, you see this? And I used to be in this, this, this field. And this is what I used to do. And oh, I'm about this and I'm about that. But then when it came down to execution, he ain't, he ain't execute like somebody I should have, I did, I should have known more about. You shut out down who you was fucking with. No, I do. And um, you're not any of that <laughs> that you put out there in the beginning. So like, don't do that. I don't know why men showboat. It's so unnecessary. And, and every time I say stuff like that, I always take a step back because I'm so empathetic to the male experience in dating and understanding because I'm, I'm friends with these bitches too, Okay. I got, I have real conversations with these women too. So I know that it's something that exists. There are women who are looking at your pockets and specifically only interested in what it is that you can give and maintain for them. Um, But in this particular case, that is not it. And so I do understand why some men feel like it's necessary almost to come off the hip with these like 
claims. <laughs> you got to say claims because we're dealing with fraud. <laughs> to try to buy women's attention or affection, right? But the crazy thing is this, is like, if you ain't got it, when it's time to show for it, where where is it going to be at? You know what I mean? You might as well just come correct and be honest and open about who it is that you really are and what you really got going on for yourself. There's no need to lie about what kind of car you drive. There's no need to lie about how many baby mamas you got. There's no need to lie about who your favorite designer from Walmart is. <laughs> There's no need to lie about that because I really feel like it puts you backwards in a sense of attracting the wrong kind of attracting the wrong kind of attention okay so when you start lying about the shit you got you're gonna attract bitches that are interested in the shit that you don't got and then when it doesn't work out it goes back to like oh well these bitches ain't shit no you lied about who you were and attracted the wrong type of women and then you were mad about it and then it became our fault which doesn't make sense so just be honest be honest and open with that nobody likes dating liars nobody likes dating liars so that's my top 10 on what I think men should stop doing while dating in 2024. It's just some things I ran into in 2023 that I was just like, oh no, this cannot be it. This cannot be it. Um, next podcast, I am talking about the top 10 things I think men should take off of their dating profiles or just should not include and why. And because I don't throw shade without lending a hand, I am going to give some tips and tricks on what I think you guys should put on your profiles to make you more appealing to the the females, you know. Um, anyways, this is Chris kicking it with Chris. Thank you for tuning in. You can always follow me on Instagram at T-R-U-X-T-I-N-A at True X Tina. If you're interested in buying or selling a home or need help locating an apartment, I can help you out. I am a licensed realtor in Texas and Pennsylvania. You can check out my website, www.ChristinaIsaacs.com. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you guys soon.